Welcome to Sassy, Soulful, and Sensitive, the podcast for introverts, empaths, and highly sensitive people. I'm your host, Cam Nichols, and I'm here to guide and explore with you how to tune into your intuition, step into your radical self, and find your voice. If you want to ditch the feeling of being a tortured, out-of-place soul in this great big world and learn how to speak up for all of your wants and needs and create a more peaceful, content, and empowered life, all while having more fun, keep listening. What up, buttercups? How y'all doing? Hope you're having a great week. So let's just dive right in, shall we? So last week we started talking about meaningful relationships. This week, I specifically want to talk about lovability. So with Valentine's Day right around the corner, let's talk lovability. And lovability is your ability to love yourself, love others, and be loved in return. So everyone is worthy and lovable, 100% without question or without doubt. But then why doesn't it always feel that way? So the simple answer is because of how you are thinking. You've spent your entire life learning and being conditioned by other people and society on how to think, like what kind of opinions to have, uh, what you need to think in order to be socially accepted, all of those things. So we have our own thoughts and then we have thoughts we have been trained to think. There's a really important distinction. And so sometimes our thoughts sound like ourselves and sometimes they sound like other people. So the parts of your inner monologue that sound like someone else, maybe it is uh, your parents, your teacher, whoever, like that is definitely social conditioning thoughts. So question the hell out of like all the thoughts, question the hell out of them if they sound like someone else. And when you think specific thoughts, like just ask yourself this question, like when I'm hearing these thoughts in my head, do I imagine a parent speaking to me, a teacher speaking to me, a boss, a colleague, a peer, friend, spouse, anyone else in your life, right? So just ask yourself that question. Some of these thoughts that are going through my head, these sentences, am I imagining someone saying them to me? Are they in someone else's voice? All of this becomes a problem only because our thoughts generate our emotions, which we then act upon. So this is why relationships, like it doesn't matter whether it is romantic, familial, platonic, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? Like this is why relationships can be so difficult because no one can read the sentences in other people's heads, including those of us who can sense energy or emotion. Like this is why we have that common phrase or saying like communication is the most important thing in a relationship like this is it because we cannot read the sentences and for i think especially for us as introverts empaths and highly sensitive people and those of us that can sense other people's emotions and feelings and uh, intent and just just their overall energy i think a trap that we frequently fall into is that our brain is filling in the gap, right? So we're sensing their energy, we're sensing their emotion. And then a lot of the time, we're kind of filling in the gap. So that could be intuitively. So it could be like totally spot on, right? 
but sometimes it's not. And it comes from social conditioning. And this is when we start to doubt and question ourselves and uh, question other people and our relationships. So one huge aspect to lovability is understanding the difference between unconditional love and conditional love. So unconditional love, it basically means there's nothing more than your existence necessary in order to love you. Isn't that just like so fucking beautiful? (laughs) I love that. And then conditional love is I'll love you if X, Y, Z, blank, fill it in here. So lots of people talk about having unconditional love, but their actions contradict this. And the truth is, like, if, if we're being completely vulnerable and honest and, like, completely taken out of our ego, we all contradict ourselves. Like, we all have these moments of contradiction because we're human. And I'm going to get into that a little bit more in a second. But, like, we don't consistently sit squarely in this unconditional love or in conditional love. Like love is, it's so much more on like this ever adjusting spectrum. Like there are times when it is easy to love unconditionally. And then there are times that we love a person, but maybe we don't love their choices or their actions, right? And that kind of goes into conditional love. And so anytime I'm teaching this to a client, questions that I always get is like, so you're saying if I don't agree with my loved one, then my love is conditional? And they're they're kind of defensive about it. (laughs) I don't know if you can sense that in my voice, but the answer is possibly, right? You can totally disagree, but if you love them, but not their choices, it's conditional love. It's because you are trusting or you're not trusting them to know what's best for them. And this is where like, uh, for those that don't know, like I grew up uh, in LDS Mormon religion and like there's a religious phrase I think it's more than just in Mormonism, but just this overall religious phrase that drives me fucking insane. Hate the sin, love the sinner. Like, that is so fucking conditional. It it uh, it starts to boil my blood even just like thinking about it and saying out loud because it's so fucking ridiculous. Like, when you love someone unconditionally, you accept them for all of who they are, their thoughts, their feelings, their actions, their looks, their choices, etc. This doesn't mean you agree with them, but it means that you accept it, right? You don't have to like something for yourself, but you do have to accept that what the other person chooses for them is the best thing for them. Just because you wouldn't choose something, whether it is because of preference or a moral belief Uh, or personal values, whatever it may be, just because you wouldn't choose it does not mean it's wrong. It just means it's not for you. And that's totally okay. But if you think that someone you love is making a decision that isn't good for them, and that you know better, you are absolutely coming from a place of conditional love. So then this bears the question, then what is unconditional love? Unconditional love is trusting the other person to make the best decision for them at that moment with the information they have. You may see roadblocks or struggles down the road that they're choosing, 
and you are like one it is 100% acceptable to communicate what you see in a loving and respectful way so one of my favorite questions to ask uh, is it has to come from this a neutral place so you really want to check in with yourself but it's like have you ever like have you considered this and then explaining kind of what it is and again it's really important to come from a place of love and neutrality because you don't know what's best for them you don't like if they're an adult they're an adult they know what's best for them unconditional love accepts the answers given and trusts that the person knows what is best for them just like you know you're the only one that knows what's best for you and like you trust that they are making what's best for them and they can handle whatever roadblocks or struggles that come their way and their decision may change in the future which is completely their prerogative and if it comes to that like it's not a point for us to be like oh i told you so like don't be a dick like we don't need to we don't need to add assholery to the world. Like it means if they change their mind, if they make a different decision, it's not that they made a wrong decision. Y'all know how I feel about the word wrong <laughs> at this point if you've been listening. It means that they were meant to learn whatever lessons that they needed to learn on their own. And I think this is actually really a huge struggle for parents. So if you're a parent, like, it's really difficult to watch your adult child make choices you don't agree with and and vice versa. Like, as an adult child, it can be difficult to watch your parents make decisions that you don't agree with. And this is is kind of where it comes back to you don't have to like it, but you have to accept it. And it's not even necessarily, like, accepting the choice. Because again, you can accept that that choice that they're making is not the same choice that you would make, right? What you are accepting is that they know what's best for them in that moment at that time with the information they have in order to progress in life and learn and love and and all of the good things, right? So it's not acceptance of the choice. It's acceptance of them and their journey. You're accepting that they are on the journey that they're in control of. It's a love of wanting them to be empowered. And when you start to do that, it can be the most beautiful thing. I think oftentimes like we, we really kind of cut ourselves off from meaningful relationships because we disagree with someone's decision. And don't get me wrong. Like there's time for healthy boundaries and like all of that stuff. But when it comes to like, so when I think of this, I often think of like gay marriage, right? When that was the big topic 10 years ago. <laughs> um, granted, there's still work to be done in the world folks. So don't forget it just because it's passed in the U S. Um, but like, I think about that. And I remember having conversations with people and they're like, I want you to be happy, but like, why do you have to call it marriage? Right. And that got into a whole like theological and philosophical discussion. 
But really, when it came to the unconditional love, it's like the word matters only because of society, but it's the meaning behind it that really matters. So, okay, if you don't want to, and I know pe- like people who listen to news and I'm not one of those people. <laughs> I usually just get to hear the rants of those people. Um, but it's like, if you don't want to marry someone of the same gender, totally your prerogative, just don't do it. But don't think that I'm wrong for making a choice for me because that's what I want. So like I, I give that as an example because that's something that was really prevalent in my life and in my journey that I kind of had to come to terms with. I still have friends that I I have no fucking clue what they actually think of me, what they think about marriage. Like, and like things have definitely come a long way. And like, I can see that in like social media and in conversations with them. But yeah, it's like there, especially in the U S and I don't mean to like make this political or anything like that, but, but especially in the U S there's such a division and not even just in the U S like just all over the world, we have such division because we don't like, choices that other people are making and a lot of the time it's trying to come from like this moral righteous place and morals they're important values they're important 100 but guess what our morals can be different your morals and values are not the same as my morals and values and that's totally okay but we shouldn't be trying to enforce what we believe on other people we shouldn't like if it truly scientifically has been proven to do physical mental emotional harm like okay that's where we need to step in as a society right but to be honest those are typically just extremes and like we're living so much in extremes that it is ruining our relationships it's ruining conversations it's like family members aren't talking friendships are ending And let's just call it what it is. Like, that is tragic. It's heartbreaking. And I think that just that we as a society and we as introverts and empaths and highly sensitive people, I genuinely feel that part of our mission in this life, so if this rings true for you, great. If not, leave it at the door. Totally fine. But I know specifically, at least for me and a lot of other people who resonate with those those labels of introvert empath and highly sensitive people like we're here to usher the world through a complete paradigm shift because what we've tried is not working and that's totally fine and it's totally fine to say right but when it comes to unconditional love like i again really think about where you are coming from in the relationships that you have especially with those people that you disagree with, whether it is moral, political, whatever, truly think about where you're coming from. If you don't agree with their decision, that's totally fine. No one's asking you to make the choice that they're making. They're just telling you that this is the choice I'm making. Or they're asking your advice to get information so that they can make a decision. But it doesn't mean that if they don't, 
make the decision that you want them to or that you're trying to guide them to, that doesn't make it wrong. I honestly had no idea how strongly I felt about unconditional love and conditional love and like how I defined it in my mind until I was uh, writing a blog, a blog about it. Because I like I thought I would just like, yeah, like here's a quick like explanation between the two and here's things to watch out for. But when I really started to dig into it, I was like, no, this is, this is it. Like this is, this is the unique take. Like I don't, I've never heard, and not to say that it hasn't been talked about before, but I've never heard of it talked about in this way. And, and honestly, I don't think I've ever been able to explain it in this way (laughs) until now. So, but it's just really important, again, knowing the difference between unconditional love and conditional love. And when you think about the relationships that you want to have in your life, whether familial, platonic, romantic, whatever, think about the kind of relationship that you want. Do you want unconditional love or do you want conditional love? Like I have so many examples like running through my head right now as I'm talking and uh, I, I won't continue to give them to you, but if you want more examples, like, please send me an email, reach out to me on social media, like, let's chat because I love talking about this. And it's really, really prevalent in the world and in my life. And but I want to keep these podcast episodes decently short. (laughs) Like, we're all busy people, right? But I hope that in this discussion, I hope that it's given you some things to think about, especially as we near Valentine's Day. And as you ponder and you practice like this, this concept of lovability through the lens of unconditional love, like I have no doubt that you will find amazing insight that leads you to loving yourself more, to cultivating meaningful, meaningful relationships by loving others more, and also understand the kind of love that you deserve from others. I think that's really important, right? It goes back to lovability, your ability to love yourself, your ability to love others, and your ability to be loved by others. All right, my friends, that's all I have for you today. As always, remember, shining bright gives permission for others to shine as well. Take care. Hey, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening. Be sure to follow, rate, and review the show wherever you get your podcasts, especially if you really liked it. If you didn't like it, though, like, don't even worry about it. Also, head on over to coachwithcam.com where I have a guided meditation I'd love to gift you, along with three of my favorite mini trainings. You'll also be able to see what webinars or programs or other offerings I have coming up. Change how you show up for yourself in this world then go out and change the world.